You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Okay, can I have your seat? God bless you. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. What a beautiful afternoon. Like we usually say, if you have... I will take some questions after speaking for a while. So, if you have questions right now, or during the course of the meeting, you can write it down. Uh, we are here to talk about something very crucial, something very important, and we trust God that it, it will help me to pass across the right message, and then it will open every heart to receive the message the way you ought to receive it. Amen. Hallelujah. Very, very important. You see... Um, at times, I'm not very forward in doing this when it comes to love affairs because um, if you consider the fact that somebody will get uh, to listen to you and be transformed or changes our mind based on what you are saying, that will encourage you. But if you consider also that no matter what you say, it's not going to change some people because the mindset is wrong and they won't do something about it, that can discourage you. So, the best thing in a meeting, uh, a meeting like this, the purpose is not for us just to gather, look at one another's face, and then laugh about some things, and go back home. The reason is, this is something very crucial, and if the Bible says, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The right foundation in this sense is that there are some mindsets that certain people have, when it comes to matters of love in particular, that if the mindsets are not adjusted, everything built on it is wrong. So if the foundation be destroyed, there's nothing righteous man can do except to get out and go and look for another foundation. So if there is a problem with your foundation when it comes to law, and I'm talking about the mindset, the fundamental mindset that you have about opposite sex or about love, or let me push it further, if the word of God is not your mindset, there is already a problem. Alright? So there are many mindsets on earth that to think that you will listen to a message and then it will, if it all goes well with your mindset, fine. If it tries to change your mindset, you will retain the mindset and reject the marriage or the message. That's going to be a problem. Amen. And I've been called to speak about this, some of the things we're about to say many times and then in many places for years. I've had the opportunity of sharing with people on matters of love. And once the fundamentals are not touched, there is a problem. And I'm hoping that tonight, or this, this afternoon, somebody's heart will be opened enough to receive. And <laughs> so I'm saying this is that, number one, do not expect to get something beyond what you have. We don't get what we want in life, we get what we have. We don't get what we want in life, we get what we have. And a serious Christian wanting a very serious uh, Christian for a relationship is just an illusion. You are just thinking. So you have to be what you want your partner to be first of all. If you want a diligent person, an honest person, you have to be a very honest person. And the, one of the questions that we have failed to answer is the fact that um, when talking about love, we have to realize that certain people are in the church, but they are not exactly born again. The ways of God are not their ways. And God is not committed to anything that is not from Him. 
So if your ways are not, if you haven't, you know, <laughs> these are the last days. I didn't plan to say, but I must let this serve as a fashion. These are the last days and there are many things we see in our days right now. They were not there 20, 25 years ago. I got born again 25 years ago. When we got born again, we left our friends and moved to Christ. Now there are those who are born again now who do join, join. You understand? Then they are one leg in, one leg out. They are the mixed multitude in the church. That I, uh, um, when Israel left Egypt, some Egyptians left with them. They were called mixed multitude. They were not the people of God, but they were around the people of God. So in the church of Jesus Christ, we are mixed multitude. The standard of Jesus is not their standard. But they believe it's a miracle worker. Prayer will stop you from witches. It will stop you from many things. But they have not accepted God's ways as their way. Mm. This is the number one adjustment some have to make. Uh, have to make. It's the first one to be made. It's the starting point with some people. The values of the kingdom is not yet their values. So, they just think it up here. <laughs> it's not in my place to say this will lead to this, that will lead to this. But all I just want to establish before I start is the fact that some do not have the mindset of Christ. Some do not have the ways of the kingdom. Some have not accepted the methods and the ways to ask their way. So, there are many people who are members of different churches, but then they have ungodly friends, ungodly relationships and everything around them, and they expect God to come through those things and do something for them, and then they will get it right to know, you, you understand, you are a believer. I didn't plan to say this, but I have to speak by the Spirit of God. If you are a Christian, you are a Christian, but you are in all kinds of parties and the rest, and when it comes to matters of law, you are expecting God to do a miracle. No! There's your life has not been submitted to the master. So you don't expect the master to do something. Yes, is somebody following me? Yes, this is very important. The house of God is the ground and the pillar of truth. And if you truly want to help people, if you truly want to help people, you have to start from the beginning. If you truly want to help people, you have to look beyond the surface level of the problem and look down inside. Now what exactly is the problem? So I want to start by asking everybody that have you accepted the ways of God's kingdom as your way? Have you submitted your own plan for God's plan? Have you made a decision? What I'm saying is that is Jesus truly the Lord of your life? Or is just your Savior who has saved you from your sin but you dictate to him how you want to live? If that is yet to be solved, then really what I'm going to say here today will not benefit you much. That's the truth. And there's no marriage seminar organized by Christians that you will go for that will actually bless you much if you have not made up your mind on the fundamentals. Have you accepted that God's method is your method? God's ways are your ways and that this is the way you want to live. That whatever it says is what you go by. If that is not in place, you will not benefit more from what we're about to say. So, I want to look at something very crucial today. <laughs> If you have heard the first part, you can begin to make a man where you are on your seat. If it, if it applies to you, um, you can begin to make some adjustments and start praying. It's part of it today. It is possible to have an encounter with Jesus Christ that totally transforms you today. Amen. Hallelujah. We know by now the heartaches that have come from many marriages. 
we know by now the issues that have come from many marriages. And I, I want to say this to everybody which you need to also pay attention to. If you allow your home to break, there are high chances that your children will have experience a break, breakup also, most likely. The way it works, I don't know why, see, but church statistics, when parents separate into two, they leave that battle for their children to fight and they go the same way. So you will do yourself well to get your marriage intact. As a matter of how people usually find, I remember I was saying this when I was talking about finding temptation. That a lady came to me when I was saying, I was caught with a friend in Antony, and opposite her, there was a woman living there. And there. I remember she came to me. She, I was always uh, talking with her daughter, you know. I, I was leading her to Christ, you know, and then she was in SS2 then. So I was not married then. And really, she was really misbehaving. And you know, one day, in tears, the mother just came to see me and said, you are the one talking to my daughter. I, want, I need to talk to you. She said, please, help me talk more to her. That when I was at her age, I bought her actually five times or so, I can't remember. She said, this girl is doing exactly right now what I did at her age. He said, I don't think she has aborted yet. That's why I'm crying. That help me. That the way she's going, she's following myself one after the other. When it comes to working with God, people don't know the values and the importance of working with God. So, I, I, I'm, I don't know, for some reasons, I'm being moved to address people who are like Uticos in the house of God. Uticos was that young boy that when Apostle Paul was preaching, he sat, the Bible, said, Bible says that he sat in the window. Not on the window. Every word in the Bible is very important. On the window will mean something like, if he sat on the window, Paul was preaching inside. Let's say this, the window, he would have sat like this. Listening to Paul. Then the window was behind him. You know how you can perch on the window and sit down inside the house. So, but the Bible said that Uticus sat on the window. He sat in the, not on the. The word in is in between. What happened was that Uticus sat in the window. Meaning that <laughs> he sat like this. So, half, one leg was outside. One leg was inside. Half of his body outside. Half of his body inside. That's the meaning of sitting in the window. There are many people in the church now sitting in the window. They are part of the church and they are part of the world. And the Bible said that friendship with this world is an enmity against God. Huh. You know, we are a new generation church. We don't tell some people some old truths, but I do. Listen to me and listen well. All you believers who run around for every show you are there, everything you are there, I feel so sorry for you. You don't understand Christianity. I am not preaching that this is wrong, that is wrong. I'm just saying that when a man has found Christ, there is a way you start living. There must be a change between what used to be and what it is now. If you are hearing me, say amen. amen. Say loud amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Alright, so this is very, very important to know. You just, you just have to know this. I mean, I've seen in the church a, a guy asking out two, three ladies. That is a person that has no integrity. And the fourth one is about to follow him. And then you want to start praying. You are setting up yourself for this. If a guy is asking out three people at the same time, he has no integrity. There is no need for prayer for him. The prayer is that move away from him. Are you, are you with me? Yes, Praise the Lord. You know, these are people who come to uh, the midst of the church and they are, you know, <laughs> as all he's saying, I say, I just like him. I know if I pray for him, it will change. How to change some people is to leave them alone. That is when they will change. Leave them alone. You know, if you are listening to me for the first time, I could have started what I wanted. You might wonder 
Why am I this hard? It's because of what I have seen. It is painful. I don't like seeing marriages that are not working. But day in day out, too many ladies are being tricked into this thing. Because they will not separate what is important from what is not important. When it comes to a person is nice, does not make him a Christian. They say time is very nice. And being nice is not one of the nine fruits of the Spirit. So the devil is nice. In fact, the devil is very nice. Very, very nice. So that the guy is nice, you know, he's nice, he's always there to pick you. What do you want in life? A picker or your husband? What do you want in life? A great guy or a nice guy? What do you want? And that's a very important question. What exactly do you want? I have, I hardly talk along the line what I'm about to say now. I've seen the Facebook of some Christian and you see nonsense on it. What is wrong with some people? A believer is posting new picture, ungodly jokes on your pages and the rest. Jesus is coming soon. This whole thing is not a scam or a joke. It's a serious matter. Eternity will be defined one day. Some will go this way forever and some will go this way forever. You need to know that. We don't talk about that in the church. So the fear of God has disappeared from many people. Some come to church and they are scrolling to their Facebook on in the church. May an angel give you a knock on your head. That's why in the mercy of God at times, he allows them to steal that phone. If I'm stealing, it's better. So if it's like around mushy, with a slap. And collect it, you know. <laughs> are you, are you, you know, you, you just see all these things. And they grieve you in your heart. What people are, some people are taking God to be. I mean, just any funny picture, any funny joke, some Christians just put it on their Facebook and start sharing also. And they're enjoying it. Where is godliness? Where is purity? Where is holiness? Are you aware that you've been washing the blood of the Lamb? That there are some things that cannot come out of it. The Bible says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Some things can't come from us. It is very important. You, are, you, are you following me? Praise the Lord. Somebody said she was going to church. She said, I would dress to slay. You want to go and slay people who have been rescued from death to life? You want to slay them? If she said, was, no, some of this expression, you know, people just don't know. You, you, you don't. <laughs> you need to realize that these are the last days. I want to say this to you. You see, this is a word of faith church. It's a faith church. Yes. The new generation church, we all look funky and they dance with our church. But listen to me very well. And you need to understand this. We don't honor demons like they do in some places and we do but you cannot deny the existence of evil spirits because the Bible teaches about them. The Bible says we rest not against flesh and against principality, against power, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. Everybody hear what I'm about to say right now. Has it not occurred to you that part of the weapons in the hands of the devil is fashion? Has it not occurred to you that the way we spend money putting the gospel on TV, Satan too is putting his own thing on TV, are you sure you are not being used also to promote what the devil is doing? If nobody has told you this, hear me very well. There are two forces competing for TV. Any public space, both God and the devil are in contention about every public place. And guess what? The sons of darkness have more money. Pornography sites are very clear. Satan is not wasting time. Understand very well. So, it's so, so, so 
a Christian doesn't run to market and buy anything. That's where some people are. Whatever is, whatever is, whatever is just there. Just say it's okay, you know, this is what is raining and what is raining at times are being orchestrated by for some unseen forces. Don't let them use you. Or don't help them to propagate what they are doing. I'm sure many people when coming and they didn't expect this kind of talk. You want to hear several steps on how to catch him. And, and 13 steps on how to lose him. <laughs> Even me, I started 20 minutes ago. I didn't know now I'll be starting this way. But I, I vowed to always yield to the Holy Spirit. Because I just perceived the Lord using me to break somebody. It, it, it's what I'm saying. At least those who will receive it, it will something we are just from within. And they are going to have a very wonderful home in the future. But these are barriers that they won't see in many books that they are reading. About seven steps, you know, they, they, they look good for him, you know, be to his family, be nice to his in-law. When the in-law slaps you, don't slap them back. <laughs> and that is about where some people will start, you know. But you have to understand this whole thing. That it's a whole package. It's a whole package. And it's important you get this. Is somebody listening to me? Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Okay, so <laughs> let's start. The man I'm trying to start, the man being pulled back. It's as if I feel the anointing of God to warn, warn certain people to just give people warning. And to just warn. Not those of us that are here alone. Some will listen to me on radio, some will listen to us. Uh, there are some stations where they play some of the things I share on that on the Google and some other places. And I, some people, I just feel like, like this anointing to one the people, one people. I feel very strong in my spirit now. There might be one or two people, uh, Christian ladies here. You go around with a non-believer. You are not mine, and you are sleeping with him. You are about to get yourself into a serious trouble. One day I was sharing about faith and the Lord led me to just minister to a woman like that. In her own case. I just said it as a word of knowledge. She came to me. And by the time she described what happened that day, I believe that the guy didn't have an ordinary sex with her. It was something. The most wicked spirit don't manifest now. They bury something in people and in 20 years where you can't trace the origin. Then it will start. Yes. Personally, on two or three occasions in my life, I've had to pray for people who used to be ex-prostitutes. Now, maybe they are even in their 50s, something, 50s now. They've stopped for some years. One internal, or, uh, internal problem. After two, three surgeries, correcting this one, that one. and You know, when I look at it, Lord, we just start praying for mercy. People don't know that there are repercussions. See, every time you live the way God says you should not live, there will be repercussions. Except there is repentance. And our time, we even have preachers who are even telling people that there is nothing wrong with anything. I mean, I saw that on Facebook. A Christian cannot commit a sin. Because they have not read the Bible. Satan means business in this end time. So well. And different people, different things, you know. One guy just said, why should you feel bad? Can you imagine the preacher was preaching one and he said that nobody is supposed to feel bad for doing something bad. Can you even hear the rendition? Should not feel bad for doing something bad. Trying to seal, sear people's conscience with hot iron. And when one of them decided to argue with me, I said, There's no problem. If you want to know how hypocritical your preacher is, 
Tell him that since there is nothing wrong, can you have a night with his wife? And see the anger of a man. After I said there is nothing wrong. Or tell him that after Sunday uh, service, we will take away the offering. <laughs> then you understand that some things are wrong. <laughs> are you are you are you are you with me? <laughs> I know there are some of them try to talk to those who condemn people. Neither is that one right. But a, a preacher must be balanced. So I, I'm just telling you, this is very important. We, I've never talked I, along this line in love affairs before. I'm just being pulled by the spirit to give a warning to certain people. Because some people don't and you know, over the last one month now in the church I've shared about temptation. Every time you keep falling for temptation, you are missing something coming. Every temptation you fall for, you are missing something coming. God prepares a very wonderful home for some people, but before that good home will manifest, the pseudo one will come first, and you fall for it. Because it will always, it will be you violate your conscience. Each time you do that, you postpone or even destroy the good thing that should come to you, and people don't know. Every single time. You violate your conscience to do something. You are sacrificing the blessing coming. And it's always bigger than what you are seeing. Stop messing up divine plans for yourself. By the steps that you take. Is somebody okay with that? Amen. Let me hear a loud amen again. Amen. Everybody say the mystery of birth. What is it about this birth? Mm. Proverbs chapter 28 verse 18. Proverbs 29 verse 18. I'll read something from there. And we start from there today. Hallelujah. Let's read Proverbs 29, 18. The Bible says, Where there is no vision. Let's read together. Where there is no vision. Let's read the beginning. Just the, uh, the, just the first part. Where there is no vision. What's the meaning of that? What's the meaning of vision? And what's the meaning of perish? Where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision. Now, this scripture has many applications. But what I want to take from it is because of the direction which I want to speak this afternoon. That's why we are reading this. Where there is no vision. So let's interpret to be where there is no direction, the people perish. Where there is no goal that you are walking towards. Where there is nothing. And the reason why we are using this scripture and we are speaking today is, if you have seen the video of this love affair, it's exactly what I said in the video that I'm trying to uh, explain and talk about today. That in this world we live in and the way the Creator has created life, your direction in life, your vision in life, will affect or determine the choices that you are going to be making. Now, your vision is determined by who you are what you perceive yourself to be so who you are will determine the kind of vision you will have the kind of vision you will have or you have will determine the kind of direction you want to go and your direction in life will determine the choices that you will be making and now we are bringing this down to love issues your who you are will shape how you see things the vision you have your vision will determine your direction. The direction you have chosen to go in life will determine the choices and the decisions that you are going to make. And so, in talking about love, I said this at the beginning. We must understand some concepts here. No man is perfect. 
and no situation is it. You are not likely to find a perfect person. And because nobody is perfect and no situation is perfect, choices will have to be made. That means you are going to go through a process of eliminating some, some things and accepting some things. Now, what to eliminate and what to accept will be based on who you are, the kind of vision that you have. When this is not understood, you are set from the available. And when you are set from the available, you have a, a big problem. So a very good example. When Isaac was going to be married, Abraham is the father of faith. And all children of faith must follow the steps of Abraham. As the Bible said, I do the deeds of Abraham. When Abraham wanted to get married, marry a, a, a wife for his son, he told the servant to go to their family. He said, do not marry from the girls in this town. Go to another town. Because Abraham was looking for something. Abraham was a man of God. And Abraham wanted the wife that Isaac would marry to must be from his family. Now, there are families. And I will get into, I'm going to tell you about five things now. There are families. When we say family in this regard, remember I once preached a message, love affair, that marry from your tribe. I am not saying Iboma, marry Iboma, Yoruba, marry Yoruba man. I'm saying that the definition of tribe, people bound by common values or common language and all those things. So it can mean uh, literally, you are talking about uh, uh, family as a family or tribe, tribe your people. But that's what we are looking at. Using tribe this, in this regard, we are talking about people who have the same values as yourself and the people that you speak the same language. And language in this regard, I'm not talking about English or Yoruba, I'm talking about people who, con who, who converse the way you do. Those who see things the way you see them, they are your tribe and they are your family. So in the Bible, they were always told to go and marry from their family because everybody has a family, everybody has a lineage, everybody has a tribe. So according to the Bible standard, the most successful marriage will be the one that when you marry somebody from your tribe. And again, I'm saying, I'm not saying tribe as in Igbo Yoruba. I'm saying tribe as in values. Those who see things the way you see them. Those who understand things the way you understand them. Those who have the kind of vision that you have. This is the starting point. So the first question to ask. Because we are going to look at these five components. Number one, we will look at faith. These are... Uh, they can, some people can stretch or break them into pieces further and make them 10 points or 10 factors that uh, play, they play key role when it comes to making choices in life. So it can be broken to 10, it can be 6, it can be 7, but I decided to summarize them into 5. So you have number one, faith. That is religion. Call it religion, call it faith, call it what you believe, call it how you worship. Number two, we have values. Values. You can call that one character, whatever, values. And then you have the third one, which is appearance. And that's why you talk about physical. I'm talking about five factors when you talk about compatibility that you look at. So you have faith, you have values, you have physical appearance, you have exposure, and you have possession. Depending on who is looking at it, they can be further broken down, but they look like the five pillars that are key factors in making a decision when it comes to life when it comes to life partner. Faith, what to believe, how you worship. I'm a Christian. She's not a Christian. I'm a Christian. He's not a Christian. I'm 
Pentecostal. He is orthodox. I am further and die. He is rise up and leave. You know. <laughs> so, <laughs> amen. One of the sisters here had to break up with her boyfriend. Every time she visited each other, they would give her, give her scam, give her this and then all that. And then she just said, that, look, let's be honest with ourselves. We are not compatible faith-wise. I don't believe in chasing demons around, but you do. So they were talking about all these things. And then they would go to that church, they would play the pastor's message on TV. And the, the guy, you know all those things. Initially, first I said, when we are married, you can go to your church. But after a while, it is not a perfect design to say, some men are that liberal, they say go to any church and everything. But it's not a perfect design. Amen. Hallelujah. So, <laughs> all these things can be broken down. But when you say possession, that talks about money, that talks about uh, uh, what the person has, wealth. That's possession. Appearance has to do with physical stuff about their appearance. And exposure has to do with educational background. The person's exposure in life, even though somebody can be a graduate, but you know, uh, how, so we are looking at that word exposure. How the two of you are exposed to you? How, how is the person, the person's outlook of life? What does he understand about life? You know, uh, you, you, you are talking about CNN, what happened to Donald Trump. The guy is talking about uh, Bera in Ibadan. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't like. Uh, <laughs> you just see that you, you, when I say exposure, you cannot hold a conversation with the person, you know. You are with your friend. Four of you, you have gone for dinner in one of the hotels. Uh, let's say, uh, all these hotels, they do buffet on Sunday evening. You've gone to one and the three of you are on the table or five of you are on the table and you are talking about, you know what, American politics and you know, here is your lover and it's lost. <laughs> and he said, don't so He said, don't or what I say. <laughs> you, you, you understand? It's, look. <laughs> and I will look at all these factors no matter how beautiful you think she is, if it's a lady, and anytime you are with your friend, you are afraid of a king. <laughs> you are sophisticated intellectually. You've read all the books. You have 39 certifications. Even you yourself, you are certified. <laughs> you know, you are all kinds of... And she, maybe, you know, it's possible. You might visit a tailor sewing your stuff now I'm, that's not to put. Now they graduate do all kinds of jobs. I'm just trying to use an illustration so that I'm not saying that one job is a fruit on a place. Get that because or you are you enter market and you see a lady selling pepper with her mother, and she's so beautiful, and she responds so well. Customer care, respect, and honor. If you are a man who loves to be respected, that will catch your attention. Now, when you decide that she respects you so much and you begin to talk, a relationship is building that way, you are going to have a problem, for instance, now, in, when it comes to talking. So when your friends are around, you don't want, you are, you are giving her that don't talk, don't talk. Because every time she opens her mouth, uh, uh, <laughs> even your friends will just use time to smile. You know the meaning of that smile. Like, where is this from? Where is this from? So, I'm saying that. That is exposure. Possession has to do with money. Now, in school, this is the heart of the matter. Follow me. Can't remember the five things I mentioned now. Now, when they give us questions in school, in every school, now when I was school, when they gave us, so there will be like some questions we carry 
40 marks out of 100. Some will carry 5. Some will carry 10. If you do the 1 of 40 very well, even if you don't do well in order, if you just touch others a bit, little by little, you can get above 50. And it's pass mark. Also remember, in the game of chess, the pawns are almost useless. They are not exactly useless, but they are not as powerful as the officials at their back. And then in the game of uh, chess, the queen is the most powerful, can move in every direction. So, if they take your queen, you have almost lost the match, except you are an expert. Some people are very good. The girl that used to play for Nigeria, she was you and this professor's daughter, you know. One of my friends, I can play chess, but then I've been beaten by some. But I was fortunate one time when I was younger. The guy that represented Nigeria was staying on my street and he said we should play. Whether I was he concentrated or not, I won him. He begged me that we should play. And I said no. Because I knew I won by chance. The guy begged me for over one month. He wanted to erase that record that I won. But me, I, I said I would cherish the record forever. I might not be able to represent my street, but I just won the guy that represented Nigeria. The guy would see me the following day. He said, so come. He said, ah, so I just play again. I said, I'm not playing. That day, as soon as I won, he got up, he pulled me back. Let's play again. I said, me? So, victories cannot be repeated. So, let's leave it like that. I'm the winner. Then, you know the funny thing? Human ego. When I wouldn't be persuaded, as I was going, he told me that he promised that he wouldn't tell anybody. I told him that, well, he wouldn't leave me last. Okay, I won't tell anybody. The following day, I told everybody on the street. I said, you want me to have a secret victory? No way. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you following me? So, you have officials that are like the queen. And then you have the pawns. If you lose the queen. So, in these five things I have mentioned, they do not carry equal mass if you are to rate them by over 100. You can give some 30. Some 10, some 5. But this is what I'm about to say. Everybody pay attention. This meeting we are prayed about. It will bless the Lord. But listen to me very well. The most important about these factors. I arrange them this way. Some people. I can put number 5 and put it as number 3. If you are to follow. If you are to follow the order of their importance. For me. It is 1, 2. Uh, let's say, okay, I can leave them like this for me. Because these last three, they are important but not as important as the first to me. Now, I started by saying that all you are in life will determine the, the direction you are going, your vision. And your vision will determine the decisions that you make. Now, for Christians, I will say like myself, because there are all types of Christians nowadays. This might be my own arrangement. I can put possession before appearance. I can put appearance before possession. I can put exposure. But that's the way. And if you ask me to assign personal marks to them, I will give, for me, I will give 50 to this one. Or I can give 60. I'll give 50 to this one. I will give 25 to this one. I can give anything to the rest. So that if these two, they are out, I believe I have failed woefully. If I, this one is out. Because first of all, be disobeying the word of God if I fail in the first one. The Bible said, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. So, for me, marrying a non-born again Christian is ruled out. He can be going to church. 
If I ask you, are you born again? And he cannot. Let me tell you this. There is nobody that is born again who will not joyfully say, I am born again. Don't try to born against one that is unborn again. When I went, some ladies bring the guy and I say, are you born again? I say, ah, Pastor, you know, I don't say anything. I just know you are not born again. The spirit bears witness with our spirits. Some will start saying that in our church, but we don't use the word born again. It is wrong. Jesus said, so who is your church following? If your church is following Jesus, Jesus said, except a man be born again. So how can you be going to a church that is not following Jesus? Jesus said, except a man be born again. He cannot... But your pastor is saying something else that you see, we don't use the word born again. Then your pastor is saying that we don't follow you, we don't use the word of Jesus. So let's get that one clear. Anyone that's born again will say he's born again. So when the problem starts with that one, there's already a fundamental problem. That's one I can't reconcile. So you have that one. For me, you have values next. That is how we treat issues of life. So people can be in the church and they might not. That's when you undervalue is where you put your dreams and your vision which is very very important so I remember some years back for some reason the Lord has let me pass through many people one lady that I met when she was young and she was in Unilag you know, she had separated from her husband this time when we were talking this time but when she was young and she was in Unilag it was as she mentioned all these I think the set of Regina Askier Lisbensey they were all friends and she was supposed to be at. In fact, she was rated high among them when they were all young. When they were all trying to find their bearing. And she wanted to go into movie making. And her parents started saying that this one. And then at that young age, she married a man. A business was already established. The guy killed the dream. He said every time she went for auditioning, there will be a problem coming back home. So her parents came and told her that she would stop her. You know, later the guy lost all the money. Watching this people on TV, she will be crying. That all my life, I wanted to be like this. Interestingly, she's still on my Facebook page. She has a daughter now, and her daughter is a beauty pageant. She's doing. She's a Christian, very beautiful, and she's winning all kinds of awards in beauty stuff. Because she told the daughter that now, because now said, look, don't follow my steps. I started helping the lady. So your dream. She was deaf. You cannot be happy if you are not following things that are dear to your heart. You can't be happy if you are ex- you are excited in church choir. That's what keeps you going. You love to make things happen. You come to the midst of people, you are all singing, and there's a man who tells you, I don't want to on stage. I could ask you, see, you can manage, but you won't be happy. And let me tell you something about life. Joy keeps us in shape. Once something happens to your joy level, when it goes down, your energy level will go down. You can still do some work in life. I've seen people, there. You know, somebody told me of, of their or guy in their bank, you know, they all knew that she had a problem. She didn't tell anybody, but Saturday morning she would come to work. The day their bank gave them public holiday, she was calling everybody to come to work. So one day she said something, a staff was forced to come back, and she was shouting at that guy, are you just coming now? And the guy just got angry and said, excuse me, ma. They declared public holiday nationwide. All branches are on holiday, except us. If you are not happy in your house, I am happy and I love my wife. Other staff were saying, hey, hey, let's talk, talk. What is it? Say because every she will come to work on Sunday on Saturday she will stay 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 every day it will be around 10 that she will drive home she didn't want she wasn't happy I don't know in her own case what the guy did to her 
So these things, your values, dream is just a part of it, but the major parts, the character, this is where compatibility is really defined. You love to honor and respect people. He doesn't. Or she doesn't. You love to save and build financially. He spends everything. No plan. You love to manage and economize. He wastes everything. Or she wastes everything. There is no shoe in town. Except the one in heaven that she will not buy. <laughs> he loves to blow money. Blow everything. You love to plan. If I begin the approach. They say opposite attract. It has been corrected. I hope you know. Opposite attract to attack later. <laughs> Imagine you a very clean woman. Tidying up your house. And every 30 minutes when you finish tidying up. Somebody turns the whole thing. Because you are not living together. And you might not talk. When you start living together. Thou shall talk. It will give you a dick. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Ah, we are opposite. You know, you, you love to plan. He doesn't like planning. So tomorrow, children are resuming. You don't have cash for school fees and you don't know where cash is coming from. And he's saying that, you know, we, I just don't know, you know, you know, uh, they, they are resuming tomorrow. We will do something about it. Every time you bring up something I should plan, he's always doing something about it. And you know from said that he does nothing about them. So, this is very important. Values. So, that's about value. You love to go to church. He loves to go once in a while. And now once in a while, save. As they are singing and you lift up, you are in the spirit. Here we are, lifting our hands to you. The guy is looking at you, so what is your problem? <laughs> you know, he just stands like that, just looking. <laughs> he doesn't want your friends around. She suspects every female friend that she sees around you. Values. Are we, do we want to have a private life or a public life? What is our attitude towards our relatives? Somebody can be a Christian, but when they are passing money in the office, he doesn't mind. And you, the wife, you don't, you can't stand such. And you are thinking about it. Something goes wrong, you want to treat it with the word of God and the right way. He feels that we can cause corner and get people to hell. And that's very important. I have met a lady before. Her husband was going to receive a chief tenancy title, which would mean that some rituals would be done. She was crying like a baby because they were Christians. But the guy said he was going to do it. I'm going to ask some very important questions today, you know, towards the end, where you need to define. What exactly do you want? There's nothing wrong with any man. There's nothing wrong with any woman. It's a question of what do you want? There are some people when you marry them, they have become your prayer life for the rest of your life. Is that what you want? Self-inflicted vigils. Or because of somebody. So, these five things are there. So, exposure, I've talked about that. Then appearance. So this also appearance. <laughs> Amen. How does she look like? And I said something on Wednesday. It is not wrong. It's not about the fact that you like what you like. The bigger it's not about why do I the bigger question is that why do you like what you like? You understand? Why do you like what you like? 
one guy told me that I'm always only attracted to very fair lady. Now there is nothing wrong whether fair or dark. When a lady is fair or she's unfair, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the most important thing is why do you like you need to also question why you like what you like. Is it just something you are passionate, something that comes from within? Or it can be the reason might not be a noble one. When you say you want a tall guy, there's nothing wrong with that, no doubt. But why do you want a tall guy? Is that desire coming from funny imaginations of your heart? Or is it just a pure desire that you want it? But on the surface, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. But you need to probe further that why do I want this thing? One guy told me that I can never marry a woman with flat chests. Another once told me that not even flat chest, that she must have a big in that sense. Don't make me look like a sinner for, for talking. The sincere truth is that this thing is going on in the heart of some guys. You, you know <laughs> One guy told me one day, he said, when I see a woman, he said unconsciously, it's a breast my eyes will go for first. He told me, now that kind of person, if you say you want someone with big breasts, the sincere truth is, the motive for that desire is not pure. There's nothing wrong with the desire, but there's something wrong with the motive for the desire. Everybody will like one kind of appearance or not, or the other. Some like people that are big. Some like people that are skinny. One man once told me that, I mean, I've heard all sorts. People, some like are skinny. Some like men that are tall. Some like men that are short. Some just want a man with a fine face. Some want six packs. Some want sixty packs. You know. <laughs> One day, I was speaking to a couple. They were having an issue. It was a very serious issue. And the woman just told me that the man told me also that the man was complaining about it. He's always he's always saying that I'm not this, my shape. I'm adding. I'm not. I'm adding weight. I'm adding weight. It's about I'm just trying to be a Christian. What about him? When I to marry him, I wanted his part. <laughs> so I called the brother and I told the woman, I said, good point. So I told the guy, I said, it's true. Every now and then you are. I said, this woman is not me. She was skinny. I was like, eh, she's not standing where I said. I said, you, you, you. She too wanted his part. Look at the way you are. You are playing. <laughs> if she's going to gym, you two should go to gym. You are not the only one that wants something special. Uh-huh. You know, it is easy to put somebody on spot and be drilling the person. Why you are not drilling yourself? Some people say some people are not fine. You, do you think you are fine? Anyway. <laughs> are you following me? Is somebody following me? Are we together? You, una- you understand now? Our parents is very easy to understand. You know, for some reasons. Some want to get that is dark. Some want that is airy. Someone, some even go for that self-rock eye. Clinical shoulder and all those specifications. I see that spe- it's a car, you know, specification, you know. <laughs> Which one again? Cats walk. I don't know of all animals why cats should be what they like in how beautiful girls should walk. I don't like cats, so cats walk. <laughs> Why not lion walk or something? 
Amen. Of course, the last one is possession. Possession has to do with money. Of course, with no possession, is it boxed up? Is it? Is it? Does he have money? Can he take care of the family and all those things? Now, I am I, I, not saying everybody, but at times those who dwell on this are those who don't believe they can do anything for themselves. Now, there is a group, of course, a group of women who have done so well for themselves and they want a man that will match them. That is wonderful. But there are those who don't want to do anything. They want a guy that they will enter into his life and he's going to be taking care of them. Wake up and smell the coffee. Let's leave that for now. Anyway, see, are you, are you following me? So, <laughs> these are the five things. And now, this is where I'm going. Is it possible everybody you meet on earth we have these five things. Hi. The formula for Coca-Cola. What they mix to make Coke. Africola and all those people, they know it. They know what they mix. What they don't know is the composition. When a very powerful Ketra wants to show you superiority, she will show you everything she's going to use to cook. But why it will taste different is the fact that you don't know in what composition it will be mixed. Women, am I right? Because if she puts, let's say, two uh, liters of oil and you put one liter, the taste can never be the same. If she puts half clinical of pepper and you put four, it can be the same. If she puts six maggots and you put twelve, it can be the same. So, you know that what will be used is oil, maggots, salt and well, it's a matter of number one, the composition. Number two, that affects cooking also is the timing. Have you noticed? I think women. So, sorry, I'm just saying this. I'm, I'm a bad cook. Just I don't know how to say. So you know, the way I'm saying it, I look like somebody who understands the rudiments of cooking. <laughs> if I cook for you, run away. I only eat rice and indomie. So that's uh, all. That things you have to force me to eat. So. And the, the good thing is I can cook those two very well. So, that's wonderful. Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? So, so, the timing. This has to do with this. Before we finish with this, listen to me everybody. In making decisions about whatsoever we want to venture, to in life, venture into in life, we are in the habit of making choices. And we are in the habit of prioritizing the choices that we are going to make. What baffles me is that we do this in the mundane things of life. But when it comes to important things, we don't do it. And if we do it for other things, and when it comes to marriage, we don't. That's, that's, that's serious. So a man wants to buy a car, or a woman, everybody here, you want to buy a car. I will give all these things a name, using a car as an example. To me, faith is the engine. Maybe values the interior. And you can put these three together as the body of the car. Somebody wants to buy a car. No matter how beautiful the body of the car is, if your mechanic tells you that there is a problem with the engine of the car, if there is no problem with you, you will not buy the car. That your mechanic has checked and he said there's a problem with the car and you do have a problem and you still want to buy. Because however beautiful a car is, once something is wrong with the engine, 
The car can stop on Lagos Ibadan when it's raining and you come down. God forbid on a wedding day. Or very important. So, once they mention that there's something wrong with the engine, you, you back out. You don't want to. You might look at the car from outside. You love the car. Black color, uh, uh, gray color, and you just love it. The next thing is the interior. If a car is so beautiful outside, and all the seats are torn, and it looks on my inside, you will not. Also, if there is no problem with you, you will not put your money on it. Or you can say, I will pay for its repair, but you don't just pay for that kind of car and drive it home. And then, of course, you have the body of the car. The body and the interior can be worked on so easily. Listen to me very well. But if it's an engine problem, it might be a problem that you battle forever. Because it's a serious matter. When it comes to these things of life, we make choices. Sometimes you see a very nice house, but the house is at the asket of a korodu, and you are working in VI. Something tells you, <laughs> even now that those guys are there, even you consider the distance, even though they said the house in the korodu is nice, at the end of korodu, end, 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 and you are working in VI, it's nice, it's cheaper. But you consider the fact that where you are going is island. This can work. So you might find one in Surulere. It's not exactly as fine or as cheap as the one you could do, but it serves you well. Come from here, you can go. I am just saying that in every day we make this kind of decision that this is bad. And what people don't, when it comes to the most important thing in their life, which is your marriage, apart from your salvation, they don't get serious with this thing. It is better not to be married than to marry wrongly. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, how you are going to attach your own madness depends on who you are. So, when we are doing this kind of seminar, the most important question to ask yourself is that, who, sorry, who are you? And what are you looking for in life? What do you want? If you are a materialistic person, this will come number one. Possession. I was at home. Oh my God! You know, you know, you know. Um, sometimes, when you try to counsel people, they think that you don't understand what they are going through. I think she was thirty-nine then. No, no, no. She was. She was about thirty-nine or forty. She was heading. She was one of the top shots in one of these banks around. Just bought a house in Lekki, and then she got involved with this guy. I knew about the guy. The guy married a distant relative of mine. The guy married the person. Will beat her day and night. One day, he told her I was going to kill her. While they were living, in the night, it was almost security people in their estate broke into the carry out 2 a.m. and she slept at security posts. He was into all kinds of shady things. Though he had a good grade when he was in school and he finished and he said, you know, and he started getting close to this girl. Everybody that spoke to her, she got angry. Finally, I found a man. She doesn't know that there are guys who specialize in going for those who are old and desperate. Once they see a woman who is about 40, 41, who is not married, they know you have money, especially when you have money very well. They walk their way into you and appear as a good boy. And you know, 
I told a colleague, a staff, I said, what you see, I tell her, there is only one thing. So he will collect your house in Lekki. He will use it to collect loan. When he finishes you and bank writes you off, he will run away. They are not... So at a point, she le he left his wife, went to join her in the house in Lekki. They were living together. And then gradually started. Ah, there's this lawyer business I want to do. Emmy borrow. Because of her position, she could borrow any amount. 10, 15 million, she was borrowing, borrowing. But God said that she got to know. They only there to borrow him maybe about 7 million, 2 times. To know that there's something about this guy and drove him out. But of course she lost, seven, she lost 15 million or so. She, when people, you know, ah, time is going, I just have to do something. Just, when you talk like that, you will make a mistake. Now, how do you do this? I've given you my own formula. Who are you? And what is important to you in life? Is the first question you are going to ask. What do you want? A home that your children will grow up and call you and your husband or you and your wife their mentors. And what to want? If that is what to want, the guy around you or the girl around you, does she look like somebody who can offer you that? Listen very well to me. If it does not look like it, if she does not look like it, don't make adjustment. Leave. And get someone that looks like it. You are not doing something wrong by living. You are only giving the two of you opportunity to go your different way to make the better decision. Many times people begin to hope that the person will change. They begin to hope that something will happen. They begin to hope that and sorry, I usually structure my words. So it's more common with women. You are hoping it will change. You are hoping something is going to change around. If you notice that somehow you do not trust this guy. Do you want to settle down for a marriage where perpetually you never trust the man you are married to? You going to be the father of your children. Do you know what that is? Why don't you save yourself? You know what? Today you argue about it. He says that you say you just don't trust me. If you look at him, why don't you tell him that? See, I'm not saying that my suspicion but that I'm even right. But why don't you go for a man, the one that you will not suspect at all in the first place? Doesn't that solve the problem? If you're always suspecting somebody, then go for the son, somebody that you will never need to suspect. So that you won't need to pray when it's away. It's away. You look through her phone every now and then. When she's around, she, when she calls you, you are hearing male, uh, the, uh, some uh, male voices. All your adrenaline will come up. You look like somebody who has just finished 1,000 meters. And why don't you make it easy on yourself? Because the pattern might not change when you are married. Hallelujah. Possession. This is the funny thing. I will just give you a bit of it and then I will stop here. Look, listen to this. This is the list. It can change overnight. It can come overnight or it can disappear overnight. I have seen somebody for three years, no job. He got one and he started more than 700,000 per month. All things have passed away. Everything has changed. So that is why this carries no point as a very little. I'm not saying a lady or a guy should date an irresponsible person financially. If the person doesn't have money, at least you should see that the person is working towards something. The person should be up and doing and be so that's so what we are saying that a, a man that you might must he must be a man, even if he doesn't get cash, there must be wealth inside him. You see him working, you see him working towards something. But if you are looking at money outwardly, 
you might be making a big mistake. Somebody can be working in Shell today, they were in the person his father at the end. I know that some people end big, but they also spend big. When they are fired, they have nothing again. Nothing. So this can change. This doesn't so much change. This helps friendship and flow. You, if you are equally exposed, let me give you an example. This is Captain D. Captain D and his wife went to UI. That's Damola. The wife is also Dami. He was a senior. He began to counsel under level students. And counseling. <laughs> Later, I'm sure why counsel I told her that I said I'm the best man for you. So he counseled her into his life. And now they are married together. They have a child. They, are, they, are, they had a relationship for how many years? Eight and a half years. And it was clean, no sex. I know them. Eight and a half. Now they are married, happily married. Now, Dan, the lady, and Dami were in the same fellowship in school. So they have a lot of friends like them. So when they want to talk, their conversation will be very rich. They both know me. They knew me when I was in school. All the people, almost everybody in knows she knows. You understand what I'm saying? There are many friends that they were in school together, everything. Now, with a person of integrity, that is an asset. With a person, a wicked man or a wicked person, that is liability. Why? Every problem you have will spread. Everybody will easily know about what is happening between the two of you. And God help you that it doesn't start picking on your friends. Because I have seen also... Many times, infidelity does not happen outside the circle of. The one that shocked me most was they were twins. And Karen, they traveled out. And when she was with, she begged Taiwo to help her be checking on her husband. Taiwo was not married. Check, check, check when they started sleeping with the man. The lady that told me was the lady that was working in their booty. She didn't believe one day when she stormed into the house and saw the. And they didn't even do anything. They just said that she wasn't going to tell. She went back to the shop and resigned because she didn't want to get be part of it. So I'm like, well, she told her to take care. Maybe she did not define take care. She said, take care of him, but that doesn't mean... Those are, you know, the world that we live in, it has turned upside down. If you are a good person, you will think that some things are not happening. It's because you are a good person. There is nothing that is not happening in this our time. Everything has... The world is just upside down. It's just, it just upside down. It just upside down. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Those who are spiritual cannot imagine that somebody is traveling out. Somebody is, you know, you can't imagine some things. That's a wife, you're traveling, go and marry someone else. And all those things, you can't imagine. But see, people are doing it every day. It's the world we have found ourselves in. Listen to me. So, <laughs> all these things can change in no time. Possession. Exposure helps you to have a very rich friendship and conversation. If you are exposed to the same thing, you love African magic. No, they say I should stop using African magic. You are a Chelsea fan. She's a Chelsea fan. That would be a very healthy marriage. You know? <laughs> if you are both Asana, it might not be a good marriage. Because, you know, they always lose. When they lose, you start nagging. And if your wife is asking if they lose, the food will go sour that day. 
And your husband being asked after when they have lost also, he gets angry. Start shouting. But if you are in the team that wins, there's no problem. So I'm not saying that. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, when your husband is asked now, you'll be cheerful so that when they lose, you can console him. That's partnership that works. I think that's better. <laughs> so, <laughs> are you with me? <laughs> Lord Jesus. The problem with appearance. Many times, at times, it can be a pure desire. At times, it can be lost. When it is coming from a heart that is not disciplined. Because you imagine also, that is where you are making your decision from. Understand one thing. If you marry a woman because of how she looks, after sex for about 3-4 months, that will go. Ask those who are married here. That's why people have always wondered why married men who cheat... The woman outside is not always as beautiful as the wife at home. Her parents does that. For ladies who think that you will dress to kill, to slay, understand the truth also. That you look good does not make other women ugly. I hope you know. So when you make your hair, it does not make other hairs. So as soon as you make your hair like this, all other women, their hair will disappear. When a man has a problem with lust, there is nothing you can do except for that loss to leave him. There is nothing. You can't keep him with sex. I hope you understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying anything is wrong with a guy saying that I want a lady and say no. I'm just saying at times you need to ask that why am I tilting towards this? Is it that what I have seen repeatedly in magazine that is playing tricks on my mind? Is this a pure desire or something is working in me if it's not a pure desire, it's a dangerous one. Because it will last as long as you don't have a. Once you do, it will go. Are you following me? I ever told that answer in manners. God forbid. If you find him having sex with your maid, he will look tall, dark and devil. That's what you see. You hate him from your soul. So, we have to put these things where they belong. They are all important. That's what I'm saying today. But they are different levels. Some carry more weight. Put your attention. So for believers and for the sake of this meeting, that number one is non-negotiable. So I'm closing now. You remember the adverts? If you score four over five, if we have four of these five stuff, you might have a very good marriage, but it depends on which four. If the four excludes number one, forget about it. God is not even pleased. That's a starting point. Do you know that as important as number one is, there are Christian sisters and brothers, this is not the most important thing to them. I'm not sentimental. It's common with ladies. We have too many Christian sisters who are trying to make born again a guy that is not born again. So they invite the guy to love affairs. You think my message will change him? On your way home, the guy says, ah, that pastor is handsome. That's all he saw. You're angry. <laughs> you thought the world will hit him. You take him somewhere. You take him for a program. You think the world will hit him on your way back home. He's talking about something you are like, oh God. So at that church, that service was too long. And you, you were in the spirit of two service. You are trying to force salvation on a man. It's not, you can't force it. 
when you are married, you will get him angry, trying to force him to be who he's not. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Think about these things. Think about these things. Four over five. We walk. Now, if number one is okay, if you have the remaining three, but you miss number two, you will have problems also. This is where, even though you are both Christians, you still have to prove for that works. Two Christians in the same church does not mean they have the same values. Are you with me? Why? Uh, are, you, are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Values. So, if number two is missing, the marriage can be good for a while, but things will start happening. And the last thing I will do here is to define also different types of individuals. And I will feed them into this. Just for me, I will end the next 10 minutes or so. Are you, are you following me? Well, that one is short. Number three, appearance. If the first is there, second is there, but appearance is missing. Is the last thing I'm about to say that will help with that one. The type of people that we have. For some people, if you are the type that they call perfectionist, go-getter, those who set their eyes, it's more common with those that they call, uh, is it melancholy or flag now, who understand they are good, they are very creative, and they, they picture something and go for it. If you are like that, appearance can be very important. Because it's mine. Not having it can be a problem. So appearance to some important. Appearance to some not very important. If it's missing, there might not be romance in that marriage. And the dangerous thing about that is that when appearance is missing largely, you don't like the appearance of the person at all. When you see somebody who fits into your appearance, lust can start from there. For some reasons, you want your wife, what I've been saying, to be fair, to be broad, all those things. That's what you want. You want a particular figure. And then you are in a church where they say the will of God for you is one that is slim. Dark, darker than even you. And you want somebody fair. And you know, <laughs> so you are married to her because they say this is God's will for your life. But there is no attraction. You pray well, you fellowship well, that we go. You have the same value, the same way you treat family, the same way you see the world, the same way, fantastic. It will give you a measure of, the marriage will be going. But in the area of being able to sit together, the spark that your spouse should create in you, the spark will not be there. And when sparks are not there, the marriage will not be as juicy as it ought to be. For men, your wife should be able to drive you crazy. That's the truth. And for women, the same thing. When a woman undresses before a man, your husband, and it means nothing to your husband, that's serious trouble. I was watching. <laughs> I was not very good. I was another lady, and she felt she went to do makeup, to do everything, and the man came on, and she was trying to let the man see that, see, I'm still fine, see me. And she was dancing in slow motion, undressing herself before the man. So she turned her back and removed her clothes gradually. And she turned back and the man was sleeping. <laughs> she just went down there and started. Just now today, the man, I think she packed out. And she just said, this is over. That's so is this... <laughs> I 
<laughs> Are you with me all to this point? Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. I, I want to be sure. Somebody really gets what I'm saying. Yes. Now, this is the last thing. There are different types of people. Because personalities are not the same. It also affects these things. And this is where you need to pay attention. I will run through this. We have different types of people. Now, in this world, we have those who can adjust to anything. I have seen somebody who stayed at home for five years. He wanted to go to university for a particular course. He was always getting about 200. But they were giving him other courses and he wouldn't do them. That kind of man, if he pictures a woman in his heart and he does not have that exact picture, there will be a problem. You have those who will not bend their taste for anything. Now, you have those who will bend for anything. When they say like a yellow lady, they are so emotional that when the black one is shaking their hand in choir, they change their mind. Don't you know that people like that? They change their mind that fast. Now, this first group I mentioned, when they find the love of their life, even among unbelievers, as in unbelievers who are like that, when they find the love of their life, it's not every unbeliever that cheats. Hope you know. Some people are like this. When they find the love of their life, they, someone that fits the picture they have, they will never give her up. In fact, the problem with them is that they can be overprotective and start guiding her. But men like that don't cheat. So you have different types. It, it, their imagination is sex. They want a woman that loses this part. When they meet that person, they aren't going anywhere again. But not everybody's like that. So for them, the way they set this order, it has to stay. Now, if it's again, of course, the faith will come first. Values will follow. But the many things must be there. The way he wants it. He wants her fear. He wants her this one. Now you have men who are just anyhow. When you ask him in a classroom exam, what kind of woman you would like? He says, ah, she has to be fair. She has to be from Edo. Then she sees somebody from Oyo who is not fair. But she just smiles at him. He says, ah, she's, 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 she. It's like when I was praying, God said, that's my wife. She said, wait a Immediately they adjust everything. When they say, I want to do medicine, when they give them any other course, they'll go for it. They are the type that believe that maybe along the line, I will cross over. You know, you understand what I'm saying? He says this is the job I want to do, but whatever job he gets, he starts with it. They, are, they, they have ability to adjust and follow the rhythm of life and not really complain. Now, that's one side. There is another group that is in between. They are stiff on one side. They are flexible on one side. So I talk about those who are totally stiff. They don't bend their rules. Those who are totally flexible, then you have those who are in between. And then you have another group. You cannot define them. <laughs> I blame me. Praise the Lord. Now listen to me. That flexible group. If they meet a woman, they have the same value spiritually. They have the same values. Maybe they are exposed. They are both graduates, and they can flow when talking. They are okay. He might say before that, fear lady, but when he doesn't see one on time, he goes for anything. Those who are very stiff, she's a Christian, she has value, but if she doesn't look like what they want, they will say, no, 
Those who are very stiff. There is something they are looking at or looking for. Pastor Ebele is very stiff. We have almost frustrated him in the house on the issue of marriage and everything. He just was, my wife was still asking him some days. Do you really want to marry? Because he seems not to care. And Pastor Bele is one of the most brilliant doctors on that. All of it are on his Facebook page. Nobody writes like Pastor Bele. A doctor with oratory power. You saw the speech he presented before I came up. Ability to speak and write. The thing lives in him. I know all these gifts now. Ah, are they not enough to bring a lady on one of the but it seems not to be bothered. <laughs> I'm sure I will forgive you after this. <laughs> this man's uncles and daughters abroad. They've told his home and do residency there. Why some people are running, looking for how to jump and fly out of the country? They are offering him sins and he has not taken it. That's the truth. The day he told me I was surprised. Even his mom read that brother, she was there for a long time. And the grandpa is there. He just doesn't see any reason to go. I trust her. Not your grandpa. He grand. Grand in London. <laughs> he, he, in London. <laughs> you, you don't even need them to tell you to come. You yourself, you are... <laughs> but you know, it goes to your life is very interesting. What somebody is looking for means nothing to someone else. That's the way life is. Amen. Hallelujah. So we have some... So these things are there. When you ask who you, what kind of person are you? And then look through all these things. That's the truth. Most likely when you meet people, they will have three out of five, these five. Some will have two. If the person has only one, the only compatibility you have is your spiritual life. I will advise you that no. Wait until you have somebody who has your values. And we will say don't stop there. Wait for somebody who has your appearance. It might not, maybe she doesn't exact, but close to what you want. Exposure. One person will be more exposed than the other person. But make sure that the lapses, they are not too, the gap is not too wide. And possession, the same thing. Amen. The person might not, I explained that for us so much, but let the person have something. Listen to me, guys. However beautiful a lady is, if you notice that she wants to depend on you totally, stop it. In coaching, you might not complain. When you are married, you will complain. She should be able to, if she says, help me, set me up to do this, fine. But every now and then she wants you to do something for her financially, and the whole family now, they become your body. Now that she's dating you now, you are the one paying everybody, even if you're a multi millionaire. See, it is a wrong thing to do. People that are very disciplined, even when they have a need, they find it difficult to say. Guys who have values, there's nothing wrong with marrying a woman that's richer than you. But you see, guys who are real guys, even in the, they will find it hard to tell her, tell her that they have a need. Go to see you, Amen. They will not, you are dating the woman, you're asking her for more, like that guy in that film. Ask him for transport here. You know. <laughs> You go to a tree, she's making it. I have saved two or three sisters. Even though you know I don't tell people to marry or not to marry. When people ask me questions, I don't. I'm one of the pastors who believe that people should be able to take their decisions. So I can't do more than I'm teaching now. Well, look at the message. I'm not even saying accept everything I'm saying. Check what I've said. Follow what the Lord is telling you to do. But I, I usually. I've spoken with one or two ladies. You go to an tree, trying to get you to pay. 
The guy is already trying to get you to see this is what you need to know. If for many years it looks like the guy's financial situation is not changing, be careful. It's not because you are covetous. Please pray very well. I am dealt with many mothers here who have been the breadwinner for the last 30 something years. And they told me that it started from when before they got married and it never changed up till now. One of them was telling me that she started saying this time when they were about to marry. The guy was making that to pay for everything. I don't pay, I will, I will give you back. I never give her back. Oh, buy it, I will give you back. She paid for the offer. They paid for everything. That is something after they are married, she's still the one paying for everything. One spoke to me, one paying that way. She was one time working in the bank and she had money. And now she has stopped working. The guy will just lie down on the bed. The man. All their children are mad. She, the man will just lie down. And she was the one doing everything. So one day she told him that even just... I'm not even saying... At this level, I'm not even saying that you do something that will bring money. But let me even see you dress up every day. Go out and do something. He said no. And he turned into fight. So if you are a woman... If, if, if you are the type of a woman here... Some of career is working for you and you are moving very well. Be careful the kind of man you bring around you. This is very, very important. Don't bring a liability. You can be richer than the person you are married to, but you will see that the person is hardworking, sincere, and honest. When a man is like that, tomorrow he can be the richer one. But don't tolerate the one that is doing. What, what is he doing? He's 39. He says he's into music. Not one album has been recorded. And it's like he's into music. All you just see the end of your comments is I like just carry his guitar. Say, I'm into music. I'm into music. Are <laughs> 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 you still following now? Ah, please. There are many musicians here. I'm not. Hope you understand what I'm saying. I'm just saying that it's possible for one to be in music and be moving stuff. It might not have hit the real breakthrough yet, but you will see signs now. If somebody says from age 19, he's been doing music and he's 39, 20 years. No album and he just had me to music. So one day there will be breakthrough. Uh, uh, uh. But my Lord, this is good sound for free. Didn't take them this long. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's important. So I'm into business. I just do business. But you can't see any sign of anything business. This is very important. Do not allow this. Hallelujah. Have you heard me today? Oh Lord Jesus. Is someone blessed? When you leave this place, copy these five things and do your rating. Where there is no vision, the people perish. If you are yet to have a man in your life or a woman, even if you have a man right now, can you do this rating? First of all, rate yourself or give yourself grade. What is faith to you? What percentage of compatibility should faith occupy in your life? What percentage will values? And then write clearly what are your values. When you say faith, what do you believe that the person must believe? What are your values that the person must have? And then go to leave appearance or go to exposure. And then go to possession. Come to appearance last. When a person fulfills the form very well, second one very well, exposure to a large extent, possession to a large extent, then look for somebody in appearance who has all these qualities. You will do right. When you think from the back to the front like that. Appearance is the most visible. It's the body of the car. It's the first thing you see. But it's the most deceitful out of all of them. Start from inside out. Don't come from outside in. 
if you go for appearance first, if you are sl- if you let the appearance slay you, <laughs> when you start seeing flaws, you will not see it. You know what I told them on Wednesday? They are my friend's friend. I think they both finished from uh, well, the guy finished from most the lady finished from me now. They were dating, and I said that why dating? He used to tell her. She used to tell him, "Sorry, I don't cook for him. I don't cook for him." And he thought it was a joke. He was writing some medical exams. He came home one day, he was tired, and truly, the guy never told her to cook since they got married for about six or seven months. Then he got to one day, and he was working on his laptop, read, reading, and he sent the housemate to go and buy something. And that one had finished cooking before she left. And he told the wife that, ah, I'm going back to, he had nice shifts, I'm going back to the hospital very soon now to see some patients. Can you just help me serve the food? Let me just eat, I'm still reading. And she was watching, I told him that, I told her, I don't go to her, I don't serve. The guy put his laptop and said, sorry. I don't cook for a man, it's different from, I can never. I don't mean that you don't do it regularly, but there might be occasions for it. But I can't do that. It means that there is no reason other than son why I will cook for a man. She says the second one, I cannot. And the guy just got up and took it. She said, you know what, this marriage ends here. And she said, fine. And the following morning she went to her parents. So later the guy called the mom, expected the mom, said, listen to what happened. And the mom said, I didn't, t- didn't she tell you? She told you now. She told you. The guy didn't know what to say. And now they've ended it. Seven months, they've ended it. You know there are some people they are stubborn as egots. They would rather break up than to say sorry. You know there are some people like that. Saying sorry is like suicide to them. They cannot descend on no matter how guilty they are, what they've done, they will never say sorry. Somebody was fired in his office just to say sorry to his boss. He chose to be fired and to say as people like that. They are that Adam and they are that stubborn. That lady must have been the type. It would have done nothing to go to kitchen and say, it's not even an idea for ask you to cook the food. But you say, can we blame her? No, she said it. Let me tell you something. When you are dating somebody, whatever they are saying jokingly, you better listen. If you are going to be a pastor, and the woman is saying, I don't like pastors, but I like you. <laughs> Amen. As you are, when you look at appearance, and you are carried away by that, all other shortcomings that you, you can't stomach, you tend to let go because she's so fine. The beauty covers everything. You don't know that she's beautiful, but she's naughty and saucy. The moment she's in your possession, once you've had sexual exchange over and over and over again, somehow a man sees as he ought to see. The eyes are open. Now this time around, all those naughty things you used to stay and you could take very well, you can't take them anymore. And now you can't even, you don't even mind her living and if you want to live, live. People get to that point. And that's the truth. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I have seen, the only reason why some women have not left the man they are married, so I have seen many of them, is because they don't have money. They packed in, he's been the one finance, he bought the car for them, so they can't start from the scratch. I have given money to a woman who brought E class banks and did not have one thousand half of wealth. She waited at the meeting I went for to beg me. I only had seven hundred in my pocket then also some years but I gave her the money. When E class was the reigning car, and I got interested, I asked her the question, What happened? She told me. 
the man will beat her like enough for her not to go out. He will travel to Ghana and he wouldn't put fuel in the car. She will put the two little children in the car and be begging neighbors, security man, for money to buy fuel into the, into the car. What kind of lie? All in the request, I want to marry a man that has money. The man has removed life from her. Everything. They, our passports are with him. Everything with him. He will just give money just enough to feed the two children. He will go and pay. He will even give her the money for school. He will go and pay the school fees himself. Because she might run away with money. He has raised what you said. For her to even escape the family, she will need to beg somebody for money. That's how he has done it. That's how. And he started gyrating around. All in the bit I want to marry. Now, some ladies will see her cruising in class. May I not cruise nonsense? And the MVR, she passed at the supermarket. You don't know that they have counted the whole money in her hand. Buy seaway water four. <laughs> Detergent six. That how much? One is two fifty. This is uh, five thousand five hundred for six. Take this one, and then buy two thousand and a half fuel. I know where the fuel is right now. When you buy two thousand, it's also liter, and you come back. As she goes to that market, she comes down, and other ladies are looking. E class, E class, executive suffering, like E class. And ah, this is a, you have to think about all these things. Women like that, when the man is around, when it's not around, they are broke. When it's around, it's a greater hell. One spoke to me how she would go and hide in the toilet, pretending to be eating herself, just to avoid being around the man. She said, anytime you hear, she just, let's, let's say, let's say, she will vibrate from air to toe. Our own nose band. She said, once you hear the horn on the gate, palm, fear will just enter the whole house. Switch up the city, switch up everything, and start shivering. For any moment from there, there can be backhand. And it's usually five-fold ministry. <laughs> and this is the life that Soibu are living. Another thing they are enjoying. Then the guy, this one, the one of the class, then the guy wants to go for a party. But she's very beautiful and take her along. And you know, he likes his friend to see that he has a fine wife. But she dare not. She said, when they are in a party, she will start minding what to say and what not to say. But for every wrong word you utter, you will chop it at home. He will just give you a look and smile. <laughs> you know the feeling. All of you that are African children, you remember your parents. You will go out. If your mom should smile at you, you, you know the meaning. Visitors want to give you something. Your mom will say, Ah, you can take your body look. <laughs> you, 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 you will say, I don't want, I don't want. I don't say, Take it now. Even your mom will be saying, that, Take it now. <laughs> but what she's saying is that, Take it, I'll kill you when they go. So you, you say, I am me. I don't want, and I don't want. When someone's house, when I was very young and they offered us food and my mom was looking at me and I love that particular food. She look, 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 look. Ah I just said to myself, let's eat this thing and suffer at home. <laughs> when I was eating, my mom was smiling. <laughs> On her way home. As soon as we sat in the car, we drove. Once we left the streets, she was driving. She just the bad thing was that I was one that sinned. I have two elder brothers. Even my brother received part of this lab. <laughs> they became partakers of my suffering. And I was one that you know, some parents they just they, they wait for you to leave that place. But it's not so with this present generation. When you wake at the young kids now, they will ask you that mommy, is there anything into your eyes? You know. 
their generation is different. <laughs> ah, mommy, why are you winking? Why are you so you you stop? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> amen. Oh, Father, we bless you. Somebody shout amen. amen. Let's leave part one at this level. I'll stop here. Any question? I'll take a few questions and we will just pray together. I hope to finish everything remaining in the next 15 minutes. Let's take questions. I want to pray for everybody today. There's a reason why. Whoever says prayer doesn't work has never experienced the power of prayer before. In the name of Jesus Christ, because I won't say all. At the end of the day, it is still the grace of God that is helping all of us. We can know formulas, but many of us who are happily married, you know that it is not actually your own making. It's just help from above. That's the truth. Hallelujah. And that help is what I'm about to pray for. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh. You can raise your hand for a paper, they will give it to you. You can start projecting the question. They will give you the paper, write it, they will project it at the back. Just write it. Don't put your name. And if you don't mind, you can lift up your hand and ask your question. They will give you the mic. And if, uh, if you, your question is not embarrassing you, you want to ask, hopefully lift up your hand, whatever you are, and ask the question. Do you have anybody like that? Can I see those who want to ask questions, hopefully? Okay, there's somebody there. Let's start with him. Okay, take the second mic. Hallelujah. If you believe in giving, you can give also. Why would you? Can I just pass the offering basket around, please? Before I used to say every, any program outside Sunday, we should not ask people to give. But some people walk up to me after the last love and say, that, Why is it that when you do program outside Sunday morning, you don't give that? Some of us don't come here, but we love to. So it's optional, please. Pass offering basket. If you want to give, fine. If you don't want to, just pass the basket to the next person. You are not committing anything by not. Alright, let me see. Go ahead. Your question, sir. Just let us pass the basket quietly so we don't distract. Go on. Okay, sir. Um, my question is um, for, I don't know if this session addresses that for the married people okay. who have missed it. Um, because I see that there are a lot of percentage of um, people who have missed it now, especially women. And um, over time, um, from Five of my staff, I have four, who are really regretting that they are married. Wow. And then even clients, people, it's like a lot of people to counsel people who six months, there's a woman have to start paying the crutch, the husband has a car and then stopped because he's angry, stopped dropping the baby at crutch and said she should look for a cheap crutch, she has to take a bike to the crutch. And the baby is for the two of them. Yes, and it is six months. So um, I'm not, I, I think I've given up on men, maybe advising men, but for women, because it's like they, are, they, they, they feel this the more. Women that have missed it, how can they um, find a way? Now, the marriage might not be violent, so it's not as if there's um, pain, but there's the more pain for women that are not being touched, but neglect, um, and then um, the children, they have to suffer. And then, so what, what can they do? That, that's my question. Well, that is the whole message on its own. Please, sir, I will address that another day because I'm going to talk about several things to talk about that. I need to preach a message on what to do 
after you have found out that you made the wrong choice. Now that makes I only preach to married people. The day I will preach, I make sure only married people are in the church. All these people are not my ask them to go out. Because when you let some people stay, I say, hey, there's something I can do. So, <laughs> anytime you see abuses in relationship, they are not yet married, and the guy is abusing her, and she's staying there, checking 99%, the guy has money. Remember, I have counseled people inside out. I've done, I was very close to Pastor Bimbo one time. Just check. Once people have a, an abusive relationship, a lady is there, the guy is abusing and she stays there in a courtship or they are not yet married and she doesn't want to leave and has check, the guy has money. That's all. 90, 99% of the times he has money. And when you stick to somebody because he has money, actually you are insulting your maker. You are saying that since I can never be rich, I better who come to somebody who has money. Tell a guy who has money and he wants to abuse you to hell with him and his money. That's how a real woman should talk. If you see a, a man will raise his hand and slap some women, in his madness he will think about it twice. But some have made themselves too cheap. When we get to another session, we talk about how when you are not married, you are not yet married. You are in his house cooking day and night. Cooking for all the in-laws. For everybody. The mother you are not yet married, his mom can call you anytime and send you any errand. And, uh, this one that paid me most, I observed in a particular woman, the boy's younger sister sat down there. The mom didn't tell them, told the girl, go and do this. The first one. Second one, you, you, you understand me, it was already biting me. Those ones that are watching TV, she was not mad and she stayed there. She, she wasn't a member of this church. I would have told her that I feel sorry for you. They are showing you a picture of what your mother will be like. These are girls younger than you. They are sitting down there watching TV. The mother is ordering you around and you are not yet married. What is wrong with some women? Because he has a car. What is the car self? 2001 Camry. You know, sometimes you wonder why? Why are you subjecting yourself to such? There was one, she was the one I had to pray. She, you know, okay, I can say now she, I mean, she's in wonderful marriage now. Smile to a friend of mine, you know. When she was here, if you ask her, some of you that know the person I'm talking about, she was talking about, she was one of the pioneer members when you had her. I remember, she would call the mother-in-law, the woman would start talking, hey, how are you? And she would call the phone. She, the woman would call the phone. Hey, how are you? How are you? One day she called her, mommy, I called you. You don't need to call him. My mommy, I want to greet you. So I greeted her, I greeted her, and she caught it. On the guy's birthday, the mother stood and said to her, said, yeah, you wife, oh, future wife, here then we can see all this crowd there, see that this boy is not begging for a relationship, see how many people love him, men and women. When she told me, I said, so what did you do? He said, she went to crying. Honestly, <laughs> I was like, dear Lord Jesus. I said, well, it's your choice. Even though it's paining me, finally she summoned courage to walk away from the relationship. I said check. Then she told me I was asking her some. I, I asked personal questions. She told me that the guy's first, the woman, the guy's elder brother was forty-one, manager of a bank, still living with the mom. The first time he went to their house, he heard the mom telling the guy, the girl you brought yesterday, I don't like her. Forty-one, and the, her own boyfriend that she was there, there was thirty-seven, and the mom was ruling, 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 and she didn't see that some homes you don't go there. The only way to let some people break away from this wrong thing is for every girl to leave them alone. When they are sister and they are not married, something will tell them that there is a problem with this family. 
You know, no matter where educators or families are, any woman that comes in, they still a potential male deal. They turn you to housemaid. When Uncle So also wants to travel, you are the one that come and babysit for them. When this one wants to join, you are the one, they don't care about the lady's consent. It's just like our wife means that somebody we can boss around. My daughter is not for such. Amen. I don't know of your own daughter. My own daughter is not for such. I mean, why? I know some ladies submit themselves to all these things. Your pack is bedsheet to wash. As you are finishing washing, you are cooking. That is why when they break up with some women, they die. They have invested <laughs> their life. Uh-uh. Wait till you are married. Let him pay, get a certificate for what he wants you to do. Even when you are married, you are married to a woman does not mean she turn her to housemaid. That she does every. See, a good woman will cook for you easily. A good woman will help you do things. But don't force it on her. Naturally, many good women love to support their husband and they want to be sure that you are happy. And you two should do the same thing. For we should know this, but there is nothing wrong in a man once in a blue moon cooking for your wife. There's nothing wrong. Nowadays, you both go to work. You go to work together. You come back in the evening. You cross your leg. You are doing the same And they're asking the next 30 minutes. So, where is food? Christian men can be merciful. A good woman will do all these things for you fully. But don't, don't make it an entitlement that you have to command and command and harass her to do. Where is the place of God in all this? God's will. Praying and getting God's leading to marry a particular person. If I go that direction, I would have talked about many things. You know, you have to understand. I understand your complaint. Don't see me as a pastor. Does this? Maybe you are like, does this guy really believe in God? Said I do. I segment my message. If I have to talk about understanding the will of God, I will do only on the first part, which is faith. That in faith you have to understand that in the church the will of God. Now, the thing about that is a broad topic. I will then ask you that: How does God speak? If you want to know the will of God, how do you know the will of God? The number one mistake people make is to want to find out the will of God in marriage when they don't know the will of God for any other thing. You went to university, you didn't ask for the will of God. You just chose a school. Which school you like? <laughs> you chose a course. When it comes to marriage, you want to hear one, in, one voice that you've not heard for 25 years of your life. Now you want to hear now. You might, you might, you might mislead yourself. Let's just put it this way that when you pray and you are sincere, God can tell you clearly or God can lead you, but the general rule is that there will be peace in your heart that this is God. Is that okay? So that answers the question. So, yeah, the will of God is important. Just pray when you pray. If the person is not God's will, all parameters can be okay. The more you pray, the more you feel uneasy about it and you have to walk away. If your wife is too arrogant, ah, and aggressive, and likes to disgrace you in public places, what can you do? I hope somebody is not looking for an excuse to divorce. If your wife is too arrogant and aggressive, well, you have to talk to her about it and pray and help her. It won't disappear overnight. But let me tell you this thing. Women will always submit to somebody who loves them unconditionally. Quote me anywhere. Whatever you think of your wife, if you genuinely show her love and affection, everything will go with time. 
if you genuinely show her love and affection. For you to say your wife is arrogant, it must have been that you've done things to annoy her. Maybe there's already a wall created and she's reacting to those things. Well, for I will need to know you and your wife. Maybe we can talk more. If I ask her some questions, also they will be able to... So, I might not be able to give a full answer on that one. Amen. And then what you call arrogance might not be... She might not be arrogant. Maybe that's what you think. I have a cousin who is happily married with kids. But she has a man friend outside. And she's comfortable with it. Does she mean she did not set her values well? How can I help her because she may hate me for talking about it? Ah... If a woman that is married has a man friend, that is terrible, that is wrong. She's, she's, not, she's happily married. She's not happily married. If she was happily married, she wouldn't be doing that, actually. Amen. Something, maybe, whoever will discover and talk with her. I think when you talk with her, you're going to discover more. Now, there's no justification for what she's doing. This is sin and this is wrong. It is totally wrong. But you need to reach her and talk with her. Amen. I was told that nowadays, some married women are beginning to cheat. They say it's getting more common. You know, honestly, when I was when I used to think that after marriage, only men, that when a woman is married and she has kids in particular, they don't desire another man again. But they told me that now I'm told that I was wrong then. Say married women, some have three kids and they still do. It's wrong. It's so please reach out quickly. Is she born again? If she's born again, she doesn't really know the Lord. She needs help. Now, she might be born again and be doing this. It's error. She needs to correct herself and get back. And then when she corrects her, she needs to confess to her husband. Let me tell you one thing. Listen to me, everybody. If there's something you should say and you don't say, when the person gets to know by himself or by herself, the argument will leave what the issue is to so why didn't you tell me one lady I think I this here before I think one or two might even know the person when she was in school she used to be all this tall baby you know, like she had met this uh, her husband's uncle before who was a politician then in Abuja and had a night with the guy and then they exchanged numbers and then it happened like two three times and then just about her final she got born again and then she got into church, and then some, about after the finished service, she met this guy, and then she married the guy. When they wanted to get married, one day, as you know, when you are paying for it, and you are distributing card, they went to the uncle's place. There was a bit of reaction, but she didn't tell the guy. So this is the guy. And the uncle too knew, so the uncle gave quite. The uncle didn't want her to say it. So she, and then later they got married. And you know the funny thing? Shortly after their wedding, sir, the uncle wanted to start again. He would come and visit them, and so she started hating the uncle. But now she's born again and she really hated. She was pushing the guy. So the brother was always, the husband was always wondering, why do you hate my uncle like this? I know what the uncle gave them real money during their wedding. The husband was happy. He thought it was a breakthrough. The uncle, where you know, say, he never said, he never, he never, he doesn't like giving. You went to meet him, he gave you two million. And you were enjoying it. They rent, the apartment they were living, they rented from the money uncle gave them. And so he was wondering, why do you hate somebody that helped us this much? So one day, she just couldn't tell him. She just couldn't tell him. I don't know whether a friend of his or somehow the husband got to know. He was just talking to a friend one time. He said he felt there was something. 
that the uncle gave them so much, helped them with the money, but that the wife just didn't like seeing the man. And one thing later on, that she got, he got to know. The marriage is over now. But the argument was now on the ground that the, the guys kept saying that, when I met you, I told you my heart, I settled down with you, if you truly loved me, you would have told me what happened between you and my uncle, and I would have forgiven you. Now, whether I was saying the truth or not, we don't know. But for now, it has become a matter of why did you keep it? And it will now be like, so how many more things are you keeping? Hope you have not started seeing my father's. So apart from uncle, is there any other member of my family that you have seen? You know, so that is the whole thing. When a person gets to it, it becomes a matter of, so why didn't you say it? Let me say this to you, everybody. See, if you're a woman and you've had a very nasty past, don't start by running your mouth when you meet just any man. But if you meet that genuine lost and he wants to marry you, tell him. In fact, it will be a true test whether it's your husband or not. If it's your man, he will stay. If he goes, it's not your man. Somebody sent from heaven to you will never detach from you because of past. All my life, I got born again in secondary school very early in life. So I did not have the opportunity of generating. I mean, I got born again early. Before I could think of evil, I was already born again. <laughs> you understand? So I got born again in JSS3. So, and I remained like that all my life. So, the, this is the truth. When I wanted to get, when I, when I left, when I wanted to get married, or when I left school, before I met my wife, I didn't care. Whatever passed a woman, I just believe, I'm, I'm, I believe if any man being Christ a new creation. I met somebody, a movie star, popular person, I don't want to mention her name. We used to meet in one hotel in Ireland here, there. You know, she, the owner of the hotel was her friend and everything. The only question I had to ask her one time was that, look, when last did you have sex? Like, I need to know. If you, I said, you told me that when you were, you were like, you were a very bad girl, no problem about that. You went to all sorts, traveled, or did all sorts. But now you are in Korea. Because I met her as an unshine and I was like, all I care to know is that, have you stopped? If you have stopped, now you do all those things in school. You got born again. You claim to be born again about four years ago. Even the last four years, even the last three years, even the last two, that was how I told her, you kept yourself. I don't have a problem. I can't remember any of the things of the past. I love you and that's it. But when I asked her that question, I asked her when we were already getting close. And I discovered that she just had one. But you know how God saved me? As a matter of fact, when we're getting close, she was coming to see me in that eatery, that restaurant of that hotel. She was coming to see me. Every appointment we had, she was coming from a man's house. So, there were friends, and I know all of us were talking. So, when I wanted to ask her those, but I took her to my car. So, sat in my car, we were just, I wasn't, so we were just talking. And when I asked her that question, she was looking down. And when you ask a woman a question, and she begins to cry, wait for her to finish crying. Ask the question again. Anytime you mention that issue, you break my heart. Give her handkerchief as a gentleman. Wait for a while. Go and get a cup of water. Drink. When she says, Are you okay now? Eh, hey, as we're saying. So, as this, because somebody might be using tears to cover something. Don't accept that. Show love and concern. Past hours, Twitter, don't cry. Sorry. Don't cry. You know, I love you. Go and get water. Give her handkerchief. And go. Oh, do you want us to go outside? Should we go to that tree there where she said to say, Hey. Let's go back. What I was saying. <laughs> Hallelujah. A man must be a gentleman, but must be firm at the same time. Alright. Is there anything greater than love? Is it highly overrated or it doesn't exist? 
There is love everywhere. It's never overrated. There is nothing greater than love. The Bible says that greatest is love. That's all. But there are things greater than marriage is not compulsory. If that's what you are saying, if you want to build that such a way that you don't want a woman in your life, you don't want a man in your life, you just want to move on, there's no problem. Marriage is not compulsory. But the word you use, love. Love is the greatest. Love is important. Love is never overrated. And true love exists. People who have been cheated in life, people who have given their heart to somebody and it was broken, they've always asked, they've always started saying, is there any, for instance now, some women who have suffered miserably, who trusted a man, but the man cheated them, we start saying that, are, are men worth trusting? There are many honest men, if you are sincere with yourself, in your office, in your church, all and you see faithful men. The question is, why do you have the one you have? Don't generalize, face what you have. Amen. Hallelujah. My dad has anger issues, and I notice that I'm attracted to ladies with anger issues. Is this psychological? What can I do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand why you love women that somebody that's, that has anger. <laughs> I hope you still love her if she slaps you one day. Or she breaks something. One girl and his wife had a, a, he said every time they have a son, she will carry their laptop. They have bought many laptops and she will fling it to anything in the house. And the guy said so. One of the guys said something, she got angry, she took their flashlight and broke it. This anger, when I was serving, my colleague in NPC told me then, I was I in NPC camp. Now, one lady that used to work together at the refinery told me that her, sister, her, 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 her uncle's wife, this unusual anger. The uncle went out and came and she was like, where, where have you been to? And the uncle was even joking that go and bring people but let me tell you all the places I've been to today. She just put Amala before the guy. The next thing, she took the Amala on his face. Worse. And she said that, as soon as she died, she ran to the door, locked the door and threw the key away against the two of them. So when they were fighting, the landlord came and was shouting, calling the name of the man that don't kill her. And I was saying, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> she said till she was living that she used to fear the woman like you know so some um i don't know it might not be a psychological thing pray about it and watch please pray about it it's possible it might be psychological it might not be but i would just advise you please stay away from a woman giving to anger all right it is not whereby you don't have sense until marriage because of your faith and after marriage, you find out that the man is important. What you can do, if you do the wedding, then we dissolve the wedding straight away. There's no marriage. That, that one, I learned that from Pastor Tibakari. Dissolve the marriage immediately. You are free. Go and marry someone else. Because you've been deceived. You know, there's a clause in the marriage. If you know of any reason, we ask them in every marriage. If you know of any reason why you should not be legally married or lawfully married, stay down. You have violated that clause. So that clause. Under God, we can use it to annul the marriage. You knew of a reason that you were important and you did not say it. So that means the old marriage was conducted under falsehood and in the presence of God, it was cancelling. Period. Nobody can come and play pranks on us in the church because the Bible says, since you don't marry, you know something is wrong with you, don't tell your wife, you now walk out to the altar, not a pastor like me. We will reverse it and announce to the old church. She's now single. <laughs> Another applicant, straight away. <laughs> I mean that, that, that's very that's very 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 easy that's very very easy amen now if you tell the guy if you tell the lady 
and she's willing to believe God that God will heal you and everything fine but she must be told uh-huh. alright I have a, parent, a, a partner with five companies you mentioned but her parents want the same tribe marry what should I do this is a very common issue pray about it don't leave her because of her parents but pray about it parental consent is important but it's not um, a do or die it's not something because I have people in this church who got married without the consent of their parents because what the parents were asking for was unreasonable they made love and the parents said no now the parents consent with them they come to the house now they nurse their children what about if they didn't get married because the father said no marry from our tribe and these people met from school wonderful people because an evil man offended the parent you are holding on to that forever some of us we need to ask our parents sorry mommy and daddy are you really Christians how can you be this hard on cultural issue no this one no and please if you are not married now you have not met somebody now gradually begin to tell your parents now maybe you can test them just say that it might likely be somebody from let them show the anger and tell that it has, happened, it has not happened but it might happen no prepare but if you pray it will help you honestly speaking it bothers me to say that this is Lagos State this is 21st century and some parents still want somebody to marry somebody from there then what are you doing Lagos go back to your hometown if you are from Isai or you are from Umaya <laughs> or you are from one village in South South and you want your daughter to marry somebody from that place then you should not be in Lagos Make it easy on your daughter. Pack your bag and your family go to your hometown. If you are living in your hometown, it's very easy for your daughter to see somebody in your hometown. You are working in Lagos, earning Lagos money, driving Lagos car. Now you want your daughter to marry somebody from your hometown. What is wrong with you? How many people in your hometown are even in Lagos? Some of our parents do that. We need to talk to them. Now, mommy, no, don't do this. So, it's wrong. How can you find love in somebody? Find all the parameters perfect. You love each other dearly, about to build a life, and because of one culture, somebody saying that no, you cannot marry. I don't want, I don't want, and they say that, and, and that's it. The way this thing works with some people, he say it's like a spirit. A lady came to meet me. She came to report her mom, saying that she must not marry outside their hometown. The mom married the father from the same hometown. They separated over six years ago. Before they separated, it, it was punches every day. On she packed her load and left. I was shocked when she came. Now. She is living with people from another tribe. They tried to say she's not married from. A person from that tribe, even a pastor, took her in, sent her to school. The parents came to thank that pastor. She was living there for years, and they were the ones paying her school fees. And the pastor, the mom was always coming to thank the pastor. And when the mom came, after thanking them, the pastor even gave the money to the mom. On her way out, after they left the pastor's gate, she still told her that don't marry somebody from this tribe. What is wrong with some people? And that one, she got bored and told the mom that you marry my father. They are opposite each other like this. And said, you've been punching yourself since you gave back to run. Now, last five years, you packed your load and left the man. The man is somewhere, you are somewhere, and you don't want to see your face again. Are you preparing me for the same thing? What is it with some people in their hometown? Your hometown people are not the only good people. Uh-huh. Hometown. My boyfriend is not rich and I'm not worried about it. The little he has, he does not share. <laughs> but when he asks more, he will give. <laughs> this is threatening my sense of seeing a provider in him. Kindly advise. Sister? Okay. 
<laughs> a good man will give. I know some guys are stingy. It doesn't mean they don't love, but they are stingy. It's difficult for somebody to lead them. All I'm going to say is this. Have a see, see, you know, questions are difficult to answer because I don't know the person in that sense. But sincerely speaking, that can be like a wrong sign. If he doesn't share what he has now, believe me sincerely, he won't share when he has more. Because this true of the matter is that you are supposed to be important to him and he's supposed to. You are not even asking for much. You understand he doesn't have much. You love him that way. But he doesn't want to give. And he said, that means he acknowledges that he's not giving. By saying that he will give when he has more. Sister, he won't give. He will not. Uh, he, 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 he will not. Please. Amen. <laughs> I'm over 30. I'm not married. By nature, I'm no nonsense lady. Wow. Everyone thinks my, biolog- my biological time is ticking. But I do not feel there is any reason to feel pressure to marry. Please, I need to know if I'm okay. You are very okay. Because even in church, my single status is a concern to many. Anybody can see anything. If you are not ready, you are not ready. That's all. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong even if you are not married. You can marry at 35 if you like. You can marry at 30. You can stay single for life. Don't let anybody put you on. See, if something does not come from your heart and you don't feel any pressure, don't. I know in this community, once you are 30, everybody starts feeling concerned for you as a woman. But please, don't allow pressure. Some people in this church marry 35, some marry 34, some marry 23, some marry 24. It can come at any time. But don't put yourself under undue pressure trying to fit into anything. Whoever is concerned about you, either provide a husband from heaven or leave you alone. So, don't bother yourself about that at all. Amen. So, I will not, anytime I go to Baltai, I will call yourselves, and I see the wife. She got married to Baltai when she was 38. Now, with their two kids who are fast growing up, now it doesn't look as if they got married. Then, so all other women are saying there's no difference. Whether a woman gives birth at 35, 39, 40, it makes no difference. Actually, at the end of the day, it's just the same thing. So, that's it. Where do you draw the line between God's said and what you want? Most Christian marriages are loveless because they took God's said from the people and never heard themselves. Eh? That doesn't happen in this church. I've answered that one. So, here, you don't hear for people. You hear for yourself. And they have told you that um, God will not tell you to marry someone you are not attracted to. If he says that at the beginning, once you get close to the body, you are going to fall in love with the person. If you are not attracted to somebody, it's not your husband or she's not your wife. So, you look at her in the house. The only said that I just want to kiss you because God said that. <laughs> As I'm looking at you, there's no attraction, but God said, so I will kiss you because God said I should kiss you. you know? <laughs> Sita, can you come? God said you should come. <laughs> so, <laughs> amen. <laughs> I will take two more, we have to close. <laughs> I had a terrible experience with respect to sex and it has psychologically affected me like having no urge or too much urge alike. What can I do? Those who have spoken to me uh, in confidence, ladies especially, I've heard this from many, some told me, some were raped when they were growing up and because of that, the idea of sex, they've come to detest it. One lady told me that, you know, maybe she was like seven or eight when her neighbor was in his forties then raped her. That has left a hold here. You know, even when she met the guy that she loved, every time the guy just said, I love you, she would just keep quiet. Her heart shot against the whole thing. 
Because a guy saying I love you will start making out that okay, one day he won't sleep with me. And then sleeping with me will make she was always thinking about what happened that day because since that day it has left something on her. So it can happen to people like that. Actually, those who have never been raped, God forbid, you don't know the psychological effects. And if you are a man here and you know those who do such, warn them. The judgment is not smart at all. It's a terrible thing for a woman to be raped. It's a terrible thing. It goes beyond what you think it is. Anyway, so, especially when they are young and they are still less than 16, it's terrible. It's, it's terrible. So, it can lead to this. People like that don't want to have sex with anybody. Or, they revert to the other way. They always want to have sex with people. I've dealt with the two cases in people before. One told me that she was always willing to have sex with just anybody at any given day. said the urge will just come. So, I understand. If you are, uh, you might need somebody who will counsel and pray with you. This one has to be done personally by somebody in the place of spiritual authority. Find anybody you can trust, a man of God, a woman of God, probably, that you can trust and talk with her. If you know a pastor's wife, if you know anybody you can trust, not anybody you know, so just anybody you can trust, that you know they also understand spirituality, you can see the person and let them pray with you. Otherwise, it will affect you when you are married. And your husband will not know why you are doing the things you are doing. So it's very important. Is love enough in marriage? Is love ever enough in a marriage? Love is enough, but love works with some other things also. Where there is love and there is money, it is better than where there is love and there is no money. You can love anybody unconditionally, but when you love somebody and you also flow together, you are both exposed, you do the same thing, you will, it's better that way. Alright? So love and some other things should come together. Okay? Any other question from those who are not writing? Is anybody again? I think we are done. Oh my God, I've had a long day. <laughs> Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Thank God. Shall we rise? Have you been truly blessed today? Put your hand on your chest. I want to pray for everybody. See after me saying the name of Jesus. I'll be led by the Lord. He will order my steps. All of you that are married here, I pray for you. You will not deviate. I pray for your marriage that it will be guided by the Lord. There will not, the, this, the devil will not come in. In Jesus' name. In 10, 20, 30, 40 years, the love will keep flowing. Amen. I pray for divine protection of God over your home. Amen. Those of you that are not married, I pray that God will guide you. Amen. In this mercy, He will not allow you to stray. Amen. He will not allow you to make mistakes. Now, all the people here who are ready for marriage, but you don't have somebody yet, or you just, you've not found a suitable partner. Whatever is causing this delay, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command it to depart from your life. Amen. Hear this prayer. May the God of heaven order your step and the step of the apostle to meet. Amen. Quickly, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you. I might pray simply like that, but I'm praying under the unction of the Holy Spirit. Everyone listening to me right now, who is supposed to be married and you are not. If there is anything injuring you, you are free from that injury right now. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. 
I just feel a witness in my spirit. Can I pray for guys here who are trusting God with financial breakthrough to be capable of doing things you want to do? Lift up your hand. If you are a man here and you believe God for greater expansion, financially things haven't really been so. Lift up your hand. I pray there is the blessing of God that makes rich and adds no sorrow. Christian men shall have money in the name that is above every name. At the mention of the name of Jesus, every shall bow. I command resources to gravitate towards your direction. In this land, Nigeria, prosper. Let doors be open unto you. I pray for lack. I I command lack to disappear from your life. There is abundance on you. Amen. Lay your hand on your head wherever you are. I feel the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Jesus. By this you shall know that this is a word from the Lord. This very week, some men will have a breakthrough the time you've never heard before in this one week. That's what, that's what, that, that's what he's saying. There's a break, a kind of breakthrough you have never had before. It's coming. Hallelujah. You are empowered financially. In the name of Jesus. Every effort that has been lingering, now they are yielding. Be fruitful. Multiply. In Jesus' name. Every woman here is blessed in the name of the Lord. In all your ways will be full. In the name of Jesus. The home that gives you joy. That else will become all that God has called you to be. May you be led into such in the name of Jesus Christ. Any woman that is secretly crying here, your tears will come to an end today. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray for the fruit of the womb. Even if you are not married, by the time you get married, it will be a, it will be a difficult thing. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, help all women that are not married to make the right decision. In Jesus' name. I also hear I should pray for the captive of the mighty. There should be at least six women in this category. You are constantly sleeping with somebody. He gives you money. And this person, uh, this kind of illicit relationship, and this, this is going on over and over again. And you are a Christian. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. I break the power of sin over your life. Amen. I break the hold of sin over your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. There is someone in particular. Yours is a special case. You've cried many times. You've even fasted and prayed about this. It is the only bread. It is the only sustainer that you are. The only one who gives you money. And it's from his money that you do take care of your siblings. But there is mercy available today. See, the Lord said I should tell you. There is a guarantee from heaven. If you walk away, God will provide. That's what he's saying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, you don't even know how great the plan I have for you is. Yet you are tied down by something, something, something too small. Something insignificant compared to the uh, plan that I have for you. Walk away. And that ability to walk away is given to you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. All women prosper financially. Emotionally. Spiritually. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Wave your hands and just thank Him. We give you all the glory. If you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, all hands down, can you lift up your hand here? If today, you want it to be on record that this is the day you've given your heart to Christ, you want to be born again, can I see your hand wherever you are? 
Raise your hand above your head. I want to pray with you. Everybody in that category. Raise your hand above your head. I want to pray with you. I don't want to take for granted that everybody here is born again. Amen. If you are raising raise above your head, just keep raising it. I want to be sure people are hearing me while doing this. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay. Those who have their hands up, can you come in? Come, my sister, come. Thank you, Holy Spirit. What that in the minute are we out of here? Anybody join us here? I just felt in my spirit now that I should make this call. Those who want to come, just face me. You want to come to Jesus today? I invite you right now, come to the front. Blessed be your name. Sister, the hand of God is upon you. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I give my life to you. I confess with my mouth that you died for my sins and you were raised for my justification. I confess you as Lord over my life. I declare today that you are the Son of God and you be, I belong to you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I receive this gift of salvation. I receive forgiveness of sin today. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Hallelujah.